0: You're listening to My Aimless Conversation with Jeff Cosetta, and on this episode, I talk with Sherry Lynn, a.k.a. Ma Sherry Amor. Sherry and I discuss the immediate bond we had when we first started working together so many moons ago, and her athletic prowess in track and field for both her high school and collegiate athletic careers. We then shift the talk into moving from college and how Sherry discovered fitness competitions and pageants. We also talk about the joy she feels working as a personal trainer and helping her clients become their best selves. And she even shares with me some of her own personal tips, tricks, and nutritional information that she believes is pertinent to a healthier lifestyle. And speaking of personal, on a personal note, Sherry happens to be one of the most genuine, caring, and compassionate people that I know, and I think it really shines in this episode. So let's get into it and have an aimless conversation with Sherry Lynn. No, it's so good to see you. I I just wanted to... how, How long... Have we, uh, w- w- like, I'm trying to think back to, like, mm-hmm. we worked together, I think I worked for the company. For a 2000, while. 2004, 2005.
1: Yes, because you were already with Olympia, but I was, I think you were at a different site. Was it Fairhaven?
0: I was Fairhaven. I started actually, yeah, yeah I, I got hired for Taunton, mm-hmm. but they, um they sent me to Plymouth first to get some training. Okay. And then uh, Fairhaven was my first store where I had my uh, whatever I was supposed to be like a manager trainee, I think it was called. And mm-hmm. it was a smaller store. And actually my last interview for this podcast was with the assistant manager of that store. Oh, because, wow. So Yeah. I'm kind of on an Olympia kick right now. I'm going to have yeah. to like, uh, bring in like Durr or, uh, yep. or somebody else soon. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been, I think I left there in 2006. So I think, I don't want to say that's the that. last time I saw you. I'm hoping think- that.
1: So I, I believe so, unless we wow. ran each, into each other at like, some point in time, I think that might have been the last time. So that's probably like 2005 ish. Cause I started at Olympia, I think the summer of 2004, I just graduated high school and that was like my first like official job, um, in the, into the workforce. So I was just working as a regular staff member. And then I got promoted to assistant manager and then Jeffrey came in and graced me with his presence. Oh, well
0: now, now, we, so now you're being too kind.
1: <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Now you're We bonded. To that. I knew we were going to be friends because we bonded over The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Well, The Simpsons, The Simpsons. Okay, so we can get into that too. Yeah. But I just laughed that um, you mentioned uh, that you were fresh out of high school, you said, when you got the, yeah. the job. I was yep. essentially fresh out of college, which is mm. so it's, you know, I started there. I think I was, you know, 2004, I was like 22. So it's, yeah. yeah. It's uh, so yeah. I I always had the the perception, um, and don't take this the wrong way. I, I I had the perception that you were like a good six years younger than me, but it was only it was only four. I mean, when you're yeah. younger, I mean that that age gap seems you know way regardless of how old you are. Like when you when you're still mm-hmm. like in high school and whatnot, it's a little yeah. bit different. But now in like in adulthood, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a ten year difference and. I don't right. need that. So you know, with us right. having essentially like a four or five year difference in age, it's not that big of a deal. But no. uh, yeah, The Simpsons, man. Oh man, that's yeah. There, there was a time, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's a, I'm ashamed or proud to admit that back, <laughs> back in the day, I would probably give a Simpsons quote or at least relate anything that was happening in my life to yeah. something on The Simpsons. Yeah, oh, this is just like when Ralph Wiggum, blah blah blah. You know, yeah. uh, but that's awesome. Yeah, we so. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Like, I I feel like you're one of the people um, to me. And, and I should say this, like not in a negative way, I guess, if there is any negative connotation, which I don't think there is, but Mm. like you and I, like we keep in touch, you know, via social media and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where you and I can see each other after like six years, seven years, eight years. And just, it feels like it's only been like a day because I think you and I, have that type of bond where it's yeah. like you know, oh yeah, everything else is new, new things mm-hmm. in life, new jobs, new priorities, new new apartments, yeah. new living situation, all the but it's just almost like you know it's like we we're picking up right where up we, where
1: we left exactly I was, it's really interesting, and I was thinking the same thing too we're on the definitely the same wavelength um, it yeah it, it's been several years, but we've been in contact in some way, shape or form all this time, regardless, and I think that it's a, a testament to our friendship and just like how life seems to be for us, because there are people that just completely drop off by the wayside if they don't hear from somebody for a couple months or weeks or whatnot. And that, that was never anything like that between us. So I appreciate your friendship and just the fact that we're being able to keep in touch regardless. It, right. It's just awesome.
0: Well, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of the, the, uh, the benefit and the drawback of social media, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I make a big, uh, just so, you know, so while, while we're getting into the crux of things, uh, I try not to talk about politics. I try not to talk about religion. Cause I feel those are very divisive topics. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my thought here is, you know, without getting too crude, cause even though this is a typically an R rated, if you will, mature podcast to mm-hmm. me, I don't, I don't give a damn what you believe in. I don't give a damn what side you fall on the political spectrum. Just it's how you treat each other, you know? Absolutely. So in the bigger, uh, ideology of that is with social media, I, I have this conversation all the time, not to get too political about it, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's, it's a tool like everything else. Like we talk about, you know, uh, gun control and everything, everybody, guns are a tool mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. They're used to protect. Should there be more regulation? That's up for debate that I'm not going to talk about, but you have the good, you have the bad that use those tools. Same thing with, right. you know, anything else, like, you know, uh, medical marijuana. Marijuana, to me, if you use it in the right facets or any type of like hallucinogen, if you use it in supervised and whatnot, it could be a big benefit with those with PTSD, all this right. same stuff. But again, if you abuse it, so it's, it's along the same lines. And I think social media falls under that umbrella because I think for our generations, and when I say generations, I mean millennials and, and you know uh, younger generations, mm-hmm. I think social media has such a big impact now. but it's also used to spread false information so you can use it for good and bad. So again, not to get off, I'm going to get off my soapbox now because I don't (laughs) get too bad, but I just, I just think it's, it's for using it the right way. Like, like you were saying uh, we have that bond and just to be able to keep in contact with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, through all these different life events. And, and I'll talk about something that people watching the video that I'm, I'm rocking right now, uh, (laughs) we, we talked about because you sent me something recently and we'll get into that a little bit later and yeah. I didn't realize that you're essentially the next town over for me when I saw your return address label yeah I was like oh man I thought you uh, <laughs> you know and that and that that's on me because I didn't know necessarily where you lived I thought you know again mm. we worked in Taunton so I was like right oh Sherry's up there you know she's in Taunton she's in Brockton mm. she's in you know, Rainum, she's in wherever, and it's just like, no, you're <laughs> you literally like, like.
1: You sound like I'm like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, well. First of all, I want to talk about that too, not necessarily <laughs> Carmen San Diego, but I want to talk about one of the things I, I we were talking a little bit offline about mm. was looking for different pictures that I want to use as the album art, and mm-hmm. I have to say I was I, I was kind of not stalking you per se, but I. Was, <laughs> i was like
1: where is this going jeff no, yeah no.
0: i was flipping through your facebook photos and i saw you do an amazing harley quinn uh i did i, I was like you know I, I try to keep everything professional between us but i was like damn damn
1: i have to say that that was probably my best costume to date. yeah
0: and i think yeah, i saw one with like a uh, uh, gamora i believe it was too
1: Yep. I did Gomora twice. Um, The first time I really couldn't commit to the whole green face. It just kind of threw me off. And I'd never done face paint before either. Did a lot of research into it. um, And I just couldn't, just couldn't do it. So I did it a couple of years later and I got the wig, the whole nine. It was a little bit better, still not the best, but I give myself a little more credit for kind of trying to commit to it. But I think Harley Quinn still was hands down the best costume. I love
0: it. And I think, I think, you know, if, if and when I'm not going to say when, uh, if rather I'm going to say when, when okay. this whole pandemic thing kind of subsides and yeah. we have herd immunity, if we can start doing like crazy Halloween parties again, you need to let me know your next costume because I will <laughs> really do some noted. type. I will do some type of group thing. I don't care what. Well, awesome. <laughs> I'll do a. I'll do a Dave Batista and become Drax the Destroyer. I just won't move at all. Um, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have That'd to do so something cool. if, you, if you do. I don't want to do repeat costumes, though. But uh, mm-hmm. are you kind of into that whole comic book vibe? Or is it more just like the pop culture that you were like?
1: Yeah, I think it's more of the pop culture. I mean, I like following, you know, the action and whatnot. Um, and I like following the storylines. I'm not like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like an avid follower. Like, I don't watch the comics or read the comics or the, read the mangas or anything like that. Um, I just like the storylines that go along with it. I find it enjoyable just to kind of be sucked into like a different world. Um, So I can't like necessarily keep up with the people that are super invested in it because I just kind of seem like, I guess a pink hat, if you will, um, to it. Um, But I enjoy, I enjoy the cinematography. I enjoy the actors. I enjoy like just being invested in the whole story. Um, Actually, the funny part is to kind of like, kind of segue off of that is um, cons. So I know that's really big. like for people that are that really follow um, and are really invested in the comics and the um, like, uh, what's it called Marvel and DC universe. And I was actually thinking about doing a Comic-Con as um, Harley Quinn, but I just could not like buy the ticket and just like buy into it. I need to go with somebody that's like a diehard and just like tag me along and then I'll be okay.
0: (laughs) I got you, I got you girl. (laughs) No, that'll be fun. That would be like, yeah, I do Comic Con, the Rhode Island Comic Con every year for sure. Okay. Um, you know, that's at it's in Providence. It's usually like uh-huh. it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good con. Like if you're looking to get your feet wet, it's a lot of people. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of people. But um
1: like oh if I'm gonna be walking around as Harley Quinn with my ass hanging out, I need to be around somebody I feel comfortable. I got you, yeah, I got you.
0: <laughs> and I'll be like, and, and, and it's funny you say that, um, because I that'll segue to another topic, um, which is hilarious, but uh no and uh, first of all at comic-con yeah like that's that's the case i have a couple of uh friends that i've made throughout the years and friends of friends that you know uh they do a lot of cosplay and uh one of my friends uh, z uh she i think lives in providence uh, i met her through a mutual friend of my other podcast and uh, she dressed as bombshell harley quinn so i know you said you don't read like the comics and stuff like that but she. Yeah like I uh, you know she had the bomber jacket and she had the red yeah. and black bikini on and like mm-hmm. the the short shorts and she was just like yep. walking around comic-con and mm-hmm. like she took a picture with me because we're friends and you should have seen yeah. like the, the uh, side eyes I was getting from
1: some of the guys <laughs> like
0: they were like yeah how are you hooking up with it I'm like no she's yep. just a friend dude Like mm-hmm. she's cool Like she's I cool. got
1: connections Nobody yeah cares. yeah yeah so
0: <laughs> but uh no it's funny you say that because um, you're saying like your, 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 uh, ass hanging out. I remember distinctly remember going back to the, the work times, we all worked at Olympia sports. So the, mm-hmm. the, uh, office attire, if you will, wasn't the most flattering, no. but I, I do remember, <laughs> um, I had to, I, and I don't even know if you know this, I have a story and I don't know if <laughs> I remember. This. Probably you, not. You, um, no, some, some customer was getting a little, uh uh a little um enamored for lack of a better term with you okay uh because you, you were on the shoe wall and you mm-hmm. had you we we had a thing where you put the box of the shoes you know the nikes air force ones were the big jam you know right yeah so yep. you put the shoe box on the ground and they whatever they're sitting on the bench they left the shoes you went down and you bent over to uh pick up the box and Uh, and I might be totally like remembering this wrong, but I I always recall you having like very, very, very long legs.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And, you know, so you kind of like bend at the, the, at the waist type of thing. And you got Mm -hmm. the butts up in the air and some dude, he must've been like 45 at the time was talking to me and just did one of these. And I was just (laughs) like, I was like, dude, my eyes are up here. And he he was like, he was darting to you. And I was just like, he, he Mm -hmm. was, he was checking you out. And I was like,
1: Oh my goodness completely I was like, oblivious
0: yeah yeah no it was just like but again you were doing your job and i i just happened to notice so overall <laughs> if that were to happen in comic-con i'd probably uh you know i'd put my mean face on
1: oh uh, i appreciate her. it jeff Leave i her really, alone. really appreciate it <laughs> or someone's catching a heel yeah.
0: right 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 well, well there you go would well, that be totally yeah. harley quinn though right
1: yep you're so, right
0: i love it <laughs> yeah she's
1: always been my favorite character. I don't know why, but even from like the cartoon Batman, like she was just always my my go to
0: well, that's so. where she got her start. She actually never uh, appeared in the comics before. She was actually created for the animated series and mm. became so popular they worked her into the comic books and movies and stuff after the fact nice. um, but yeah, no, like Harley Quinn is a great character, so I know I know you said you don't go into the deep dive with the books, but I'm assuming you've seen pretty much all the movies, yes, okay, yep so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm totally, I'm totally all about that. Like the, to me, like you said, the pink hat, like to, it doesn't really matter to the fact that you're immersed in the universe. Like that's how I look at it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Disney plus series and we're kind of getting a little off topic here, but I want to just mention uh, Falcon and winter soldier right now is, is killing it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really, really cool. And if you like um, Sebastian Stan and why can't I think of the guy that plays Falcon? Why can't I think of his name? Uh I'm gonna have a brain fart, but yeah, he, I
1: won't be able to help you on that. He played <laughs> he played Papa
0: Doc in uh in Eight Mile too, which I thought was oh uh, okay uh, hilarious. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember as we go along and I'm gonna it's gonna okay. pop out at me. But uh yeah, so anyway, like they they're hitting on so many like real life topics at the same time too, and they're dealing uh-huh. with the comic book, but, but they're put they're peppering in Easter eggs. For okay. fans of the comics, that'll pick up on it and be like, "Oh my God, I remember that from the comics." Yeah, and the movies do that too. So to me, you're not necessarily a pink hat, as it were, in mm. the sense that you you know you only care about the movies. But the fact is, you 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 still belong to that fandom. And then people that are a little bit more immersed in the um, source material will mm-hmm. be able to pick up on those Easter eggs. So to me, as long as you're enjoying yourself and you're helping to contribute, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love it. And to me. Um, the fact that you did both Harley Quinn and uh, Gamora, I think mm-hmm. is phenomenal because one of the things I talk about and not to harp on my other podcast, but you can go back to certain <laughs> episodes away. No, but you know, you're, thank you. But, but what we can talk about is um, with the female characters, I love more. And, and again, it's going to sound woo woo and like I'm jumping on a bandwagon, but the mm-hmm. amount of um, roles and especially with the black widow movie coming out now too, like, I can't wait. It's it's going to be so awesome, just the amount of representation of females too. Mm-hmm. And you know, I loved um, you know Zoe Saldana as Gamora, and, and I, <laughs> she's going to be coming back for Guardians three. But it's going to be
1: yep, I can't wait past
0: Gamora, and then yeah. you know uh, Black Panther two is going to be coming out. I've, I've been just reading some stuff about uh, they're not going to recast uh, Chadwick Boseman's role, yeah. so T'Challa's is not going to be in it. So mm-hmm. curious I think that how was this. a wise
1: decision. Yeah. right
0: and i to me but again you have uh, a and you have shuri who are both like you know again women of color who are super for lack of a better term and excuse the pun super mm-hmm. capable you know yeah. shuri is just so entertaining she was my favorite part of the first black panther movie shuri mm-hmm. was yeah. amazing because she's entertaining she's mm-hmm. smart she's just yep. you know and, and just her interaction with chadwick boseman with her and t'challa yeah. like i thought was the great perfect and, yeah and uh Okoye, you know, um, I deny, I don't know, I don't know her last name off the top of my head, but plays Michonne on The Walking Dead, again, Yes. yes total yep. badass, and I'm, mm-hmm. I am I just love seeing that on screen, just because really, to me- This
1: plays a really strong character, right. very poised, very um, elegant, not even elegant, but yeah, elegant, but just very wise, you know, right. and I, I think it's a great depiction of people of color in movies, and I think, uh, just kind of segueing into Black Panther, um, and not to sound like I'm jumping on a bandwagon, but you don't really see a lot of that in most um, movies in general. So I, as a person of color, I enjoyed it thoroughly because of the fact that there's lack of representation and that is becoming more aware and it shouldn't have been a thing. It, it should, have it should be an ongoing thing. It shouldn't have been that movie specifically, right. but I'm happy that that movie was able to bring that to light. Does that make sense?
0: And no, you're absolutely correct. Cause like the, the, whole plot of Black Panther is essentially you have, you know, both T'Challa and um, I can't think of his name, but Killmonger played Mm -hmm. by Michael B. Jordan, who both have, they both want similar things, but they both go about it in two different, Different very different ways. And, you know, I sitting in the theater in in Taunton, it's very, it was very interesting when I saw that in theaters, because there were Mm -hmm. a couple of girls uh, behind me that uh, there was a scene in the movie where uh, killmonger is looking at the artifacts in the museum. And he's like, Oh, you stole it from our people type yeah. of thing. And these girls were not, they were, uh, they were Hispanic. They weren't people of color, but they were yelling at the screen. That's right. You kill that lady for, and I'm just like, this wow. is one person. This is like right. a, a thought process that agrees with it. And it's like, right. you know, when you see T'Challa and saying like, we have all this technology, Instead of, you know, feeding in not to a stereotype per se, or just being Mm -hmm. um, not selfish, but that's the only word I can think of, like, we Mm -hmm. have this, let's break, let's break this, you know, circle of what we're doing here. And let's, let's, let's break the wheel, you know, and then let's, let's have these other. Let's let's help the world instead of keep hurting it, you know. And I right, love that right. meth. I love that methodology. I love that mm-hmm. but that idea and that. I don't, I don't want to go too yeah. off topic because this is something that if you want to be on Free Your Geek, we could talk about this at okay, Free Your Geek. <laughs> but I want to go back to we we talked about like high school and college, and you, we started working together. Now, mm-hmm. were you big into uh, high school sports? I seem to remember there was some maybe like track and field or or something maybe. Yes. So let's yep. talk about that a little bit because we're, we're going to get right. into the whole athletics talk now, because we're going to go yeah. from what you're doing from, you know, high school and college to, you know, mm-hmm. 15 years later and how right. it's, it's kind of like, we've kind of moved to the next uh, phase of our life and what you're doing now. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about some of that.
1: The next episode. <laughs> next
0: episode. Hold up. Hold yeah. up.
1: <laughs> am um, bringing Nate dog into the mix. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. No, it's all yep. great. Um,
1: so I would, so I started, um, track and field and, um, cross country in high school. I did cross country for two years and track for four years in high school. Um, from there, I went to the community college of Rhode Island. I did track and field for two years there as well as cross country. Um, and then I was very fortunate to actually earn, um, athletic scholarship to the university of Hartford. Um, where I transferred out of CCRI there, and I did my last two years um, of track and field there, um, as well as one year of um, cross country, because my senior year I was um, sick and injured, so that didn't happen. Um, I think that was around the time like we were still keeping in contact when I transferred from my sophomore year to my junior year. We were still keeping in contact, and I think contact kind of fizzled out a little bit just because, you know, life situation. I was in my senior year, really hectic, but we still did our best to keep in touch. yeah. So then I did that and I graduated and I was a little lost because um, for the longest time, for eight years, I was a student athlete. And then for like the final two to three weeks of my senior year, I was just a student. Um, so that was really weird. It was quite an adjustment. And um, I had actually done a previous um, podcast um, a couple of years ago talking about um, like the developmental components and whatnot and uh, life transitions, if you will. And I want to do a little more work on this it's kind of i have a lot of like different ideas i just need to like write them down and actually do them um but there's obviously ones that are more important that i tackle right away um but what i wanted to do is kind of like discuss like the transition of a student athlete because i was never really prepared for life outside of being a student athlete it was so ingrained in my being um i i don't want to say it's the same thing because i appreciate those that you know serve the country and protect us um in the military but the best way I can, I guess I can describe it from hearing conversations with other friends and family members that have served in the military is kind of going from being a soldier to civilian life. That transition is just really awkward at times. You can feel lost. I'm not saying it's for everybody, or that's everybody's experience, but I've heard that from some that have served. And I think there there needs to be a little more work done in that transition because I kind of was like, I kind of felt lost being an adult in you know, corporate America, if you will, and just did not have that athletic tie. Um, so for a while I was doing like road races, you know, half marathon, just trying to find that next little high um, athletic wise. Um, and it just wasn't doing it for me because there's, there wasn't that team um, component, there wasn't the camaraderie. I was just kind of doing it on my own. Um, I had like my friends and family rooting me on and whatnot, but it just was is different than being on a team where you're training um, five, six days a week. You're competing every other weekend. It was just, it was really difficult for me. Um, so somewhere along the way, I just kind of was like, okay, this is what it is. I'll go to the gym. I'll work out. But I just didn't really have any true goals. Um, and then around 2015, my high school teammate, Jackie Cleary, shout out to Jackie Cleary, by the way. Because she does not understand, like, first off, she's just an amazing human being, Um, very bubbly, uh, her laugh is infectious, she's just a sweetheart, so shout out to her. She is the reason why I started getting into bodybuilding. So I've been kind of curious about it, but I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And then I saw that she had posted on social media that she did a bodybuilding, a figure competition, and I was like, whoa, what's this, and I want to try that. Um, so I was able to meet up with her, I reached out to her, we chatted and we went out to dinner and she was able to kind of give me some feedback in regards to, you know, research and coaching and you know, training and what to expect. Um, and just kind of gave me like a guideline of guideline of what I needed to do in order to kind of get to the point that she had gotten to in regards to competing. Um, so I can tell you flat out, um, my first year, I had no clue what the hell I was doing. Um, I was nervous, I wasn't dieting properly, I, I had zero, zero clue, it was just kind of walking in blindly, um, I enlisted the friend of my, uh, my old teammate Jasmine, um, shout out to Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine Jennings, um, she's amazing and such a great support, um, and she was able to kind of help me with like the nutrition component and like keep me level-headed because it's, it's not easy, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. Um, So I competed for my first show um, with the help of my bestie Anastasia. Um, And we were able to experience this show for the first time. And it was quite, quite the experience. I did not realize that I needed to bring a lot of food with me because I would be waiting forever. So I was starving. Um, This poor girl, I'm so happy she came with me, but she just had like a three, four month old child. So she's away from her child for several hours. And we just, we did not anticipate how long this was gonna be. Um, by the time I actually went like um, the award situation or segment came up, um, it was probably like seven, like probably eight, I'll say seven o'clock. It was like probably eight or nine. I don't know, it was ridiculously late. Um, and I was not expecting anything at all. And I actually came in fifth place um, in my category. So I thought that was amazing because I did not know what the hell I was doing. And the fact that I was able to have some reminiscence of something good that the judges were able to see, it was like, okay, cool. Um, so I'm back to the drawing board. Um in, in 2016, I competed for the second time. Um, I was a little better with it. Um, I had more knowledge. I took some courses in regards to like um, how to pose and presentation and whatnot. And that was more helpful Um, and building up confidence and kind of knowing what the judges were looking for. Um, These are things I didn't have to worry about as a track and field athlete, because you you train, you work hard, you train more, you work hard, and then come Saturday or Sunday, you compete, and then you kind of test your ability, and then you go back to the drawing board. You don't do that with a competition. You you have to come ready to go from the minute you're on stage. So it was really hard for me to kind of adjust from being an athlete to being a competitor, um, because it's night and day. It's not the same. So it doesn't, they, the judges don't care how much you can lift in the gym. Um, they don't care what your max rep is. They want to see what your body looks like and how you present yourself. And if you bring that sass and that attitude and display it well. Um, so that was completely different for me. Cause that's, if you know me, Jeff, like that's not me, like I'm not, you know, glitzy and glamour and super girly. I'm just like, okay, what's up? What can I help you with? I'm just like really chill and laid back, or I can get a little attitudey. But um, no, that's just not, no. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Um, but that's just not my, my thing. So there was a lot of like self reflection, um, a lot of <laughs> frustration um, to work through, and then a lot of resilience that came a lot out of it too. So 2016, I competed twice um, in the same show. I came in fourth place. So I did a little bit better, which um, was really motivating. Um, and then I did it again, um, in 2017 and I fell backwards. I came in fifth place, which I'm okay with. I had heard about one of my friends passing away, like literally that day. Um, so needless to say, when I stepped on stage, my mentally, I just wasn't in. The mindset wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't there. And I acknowledged that. Um, but I decided at that point in time that I was going to kind of step away and I retired if you will. Um, and then kind of fast forward to August 2018, um, I had earned or earned, I got my um, personal training certification. So I became a personal uh, certified personal trainer. And I got hired at um, a gym that's close by Health Tracks in East Providence. Um, shout out
0: to Health Tracks.
1: Shout out to Health Tracks. Yeah, and I want, You
0: got to shout out Anastasia, by the way, you didn't say shout out to Anastasia. Oh.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out to my bestie, Anastasia, There has been there you holding go. me down since the fifth grade, okay?
0: Well, it's, did, it's, it's it's almost like a, an impromptu, and it's it's a, it's a given shout out. She's always going to give it. Oh, she, absolutely.
1: Oh, she knows. She knows yeah. I love her to death. Okay, good. <laughs> hand, yeah, hand I just
0: wanted to make sure, because you, you were giving shout outs to everybody, and you said, my bestie, Anastasia, and then you went on with yep. the story, and well, I visibly... she not
1: have IG, so that's why I was kind of like blazing a little bit over it but she just she knows my, she's my right well well
0: i'm hopefully hopefully you're going to share the podcast with her and all your other friends too so yes, we can get some yes. we get some dl some downloads you know and uh <laughs> okay. maybe maybe other people want to jump on the show at some point too and have yeah. a aimless conversation but yeah so mm-hmm. moving on to, to health track so you got the you get your personal trainer uh, certification yeah. so how mm-hmm. how has that been that was you said 2018 that was
1: 2018 yeah so for
0: the last three years you've been kind of doing that
1: yeah, I have, and I was, you know, getting established more as a personal trainer, getting comfortable with my style and my niche, um, building up my clientele there, and um, my boss, who's awesome, Josh McCabe. Shout out to Josh McCabe. Um, he is a former um, bodybuilder himself, so in conversations with him, that kind of reignited my desire to get back into it. And then I came out of retirement in 2019. Um, I did two shows, um, one in Pro one in Pawtucket and one in the Cape. And I came in fourth place, sorry, third place in the first show. And then three weeks later, I came in second place at the second show. So I improved significantly in that time off, which was amazing. Um, So I was on cloud nine because I was doing so much better. I'm getting really close. My goal is to earn my pro card. Um, Obviously, if I don't get it, that's okay. Um, I'll be a little bummed out, but that doesn't define me and I'm okay with that, but it would be a great accomplishment if I am able to earn it. Um, I competed <laughs> in, in, the, in the midst of the pandemic, <laughs> this amazing pandemic that we've been dealing with for the past year. Um, obviously I was comp- getting ready to train and compete in a show um, and then the pandemic hit hard and hit very, very hard everywhere. Things were shutting down, the gym shut down. Um, Needless to say, I wasn't really truly expecting to even compete because I didn't know the nature of shows. I I mean, usually shows take place in um, auditoriums and um, colleges, and those are shutting down. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, promoters um, are trying to find different locations to try and facilitate it. They're unable to do so. So they're canceling shows left and right. I had a show that I was going to compete, and in, in I think May it got postponed. Um, then there was another show in July, I think that got canceled, something along those lines. It was just one disappointment after the next. Then I had the opportunity in November to finally actually step on stage, um, and I came in third place. And I I was kind of in my feelings for a little bit because I worked so hard to like you know train, stay steady. I was dieting, you know, gaining the weight back, dieting, um, just cranky, and then got on stage and I didn't get the results that I thought I wanted, but then kind of reflecting back, um, I felt that was kind of selfish of me because not only did I work hard, but everybody else worked hard too. And everybody was trying to get to the same goal that I was trying to achieve as well. So at the end of the day, I think it was amazing that all of us were able to get on stage and at least do something that we love um, because the end result was that it couldn't, it could have just been canceled. Um, and then also just reflecting as well, um, The fact that I was able to still place that in the top three um, just kind of reiterated to the fact that I was doing something right. um, And I I have something that the judges are looking for. So I kind of had to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate, you know, my goals and my my focus and whatnot and not get it so much in my feelings because it wasn't just me going through it. It was everybody going through it. Um, But I think at that point in time, I was kind of probably hangry and just cranky. So my, my perception and perspective wasn't in the, the greatest sense, but um, it's really good to always have that moment of self-reflection and I'm in a better place about it. I'm happy with um, the results and I understand why the results are the way that they were and I'm, it's just making me hungry to do better now. So you know, for every setback, there's always that opportunity to you know, have the, the greatest outcome, if you will. <laughs>
0: I want to talk about uh, what you just mentioned as far as when, when you're talking about competing, typically speaking from, because uh, obviously I do so many uh, fitness competitions, but so I, I want, yeah, Amazing. so many. I mean, first <laughs> place, you should see all the ribbons I have and trophies. It's great. Um, no, but like typically like from, from a typical show, how many girls are competing? I know you said there's different like categories. Yeah. So, you know, I'm totally, uh, a total buffoon and, and and novice when it comes to all that. So I don't know necessarily necessarily the categories yeah. or, you know, how many girls are, or females. I don't want to say girls because you're women, mm-hmm. but how many mm-hmm. females are competing at that point? And my other thing or my other thought process, too, is with these different places, you said Pawtucket, you said all these different competitions you were going to. Are they mm-hmm. the same judges? Because maybe the judges have different ideas of what they're looking for. So right. I, I know I know it's you're, you're kind of getting you you were down on yourself at the time, but mm-hmm. it, it could be you know just because you go to one pageant versus another, it could be two different sets of judges that are judging you based on different criteria. I don't know if there's right. a set criteria, so it's something mm-hmm. to keep in mind. Yes, you know fifth place versus fourth place, sliding back into fifth, they're going into second, whatever else it might be. Yeah. If it's all different judges, who's to say? a fifth place with this set of judges wouldn't be a third place or a second place with this right. set of judges, you know? right? So it, it's something also to consider that, you know, uh, we call those in, in the mathematical terms, we call them variables. Yeah. Those are your yeah. variables. Um, yep. but no, I, I just to, to kind of like give a little insight without giving too much away, uh, yeah. I want to kind of delve into a, what it's like competition wise, like typically how many, and, and even like in the smaller state, like Rhode Island, or whatnot mm-hmm. like how many girls are participating in said competition you know uh on average or or yeah you know median but um i also want to kind of give a little insight to the listeners or if you're watching the video viewers mm-hmm. like what goes into as far as like, you mentioned dieting and training and whatnot like i'm assuming a lot of it is like you do like weigh-ins and stuff like that and then a lot of weight that you shed is water weight and you don't drink for like because I, I hear that from other podcasts. I listen to them on bodybuilding again, yeah. as you can tell novice bodybuilder <laughs> here, but, um, yeah, like I hear all that, like the day of a show or whatnot, you're like, you're you're not drinking water so you can get more defined mm-hmm. muscles, all this other yeah. stuff. You're, you're somewhat dehydrated. So if we can just go into a little bit about that and, uh, just talk about what your experience was like, especially yeah. maybe too, if we want to look at it from your first year, the first time that you did it to mm-hmm. what you learned going through, you know, subsequent years and subsequent pageants okay
1: um so for the competition that i'm at like this other like different federations where they have different um categories or an additional category so the federation that i compete in is the ocb um that one it just has the standard for females it's bikini figure and physique um so it's three categories for for women um physique is the one that's like right before bodybuilding, um, there hasn't been a lot of interest from what I've seen in females doing that, uh, or women, yeah, female com- competitors doing that category. Um, personally, I would be a fan of it because I wouldn't have to wear heels. And I, it, I, it took me years to master being able to walk actually in five-inch heels.
0: Same not, here. Easy. Same here.
1: <laughs> not easy. Not um, easy, especially with skinny little ankles and having long gazelle legs. Doesn't, doesn't help. Does not help at all. Um, but there's usually uh, like no more than three to five competitors out. I, w- I think even five is a lot from the, f- in the physique category. Um, the most popular category is bikini. Um, hands down, it is the biggest category. It's the longest category. Um, everybody usually comes out for the bikini round. Um, there's a lot of sass and glitz and personality, bubbliness, hair flipping, um, which is not a category that I would get into because it does not fit my personality.
0: You mentioned like the bikini thing, um, the Mm -hmm. bikini part portion of the competition or the bikini uh, category, if you will, to me. And again, when I think of it, like, you know, and I don't want to say from a typical guy's point of view, you know, when you think of bikini, you think of, oh, curves, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, nice butt, big boobs, you know, to yep. whatnot. Is that mm-hmm. the same type of? I'm assuming that's not what they look for. They're looking more for like a, from a fitness level. So I, I yeah. assume all that kind of just like, you know, it's more about how the bikini fits where you can see the physique of the the female. Again, we're not talking right. like overly muscular, but we right. just want to see like almost like toned, if you will. Would that be a fair assumption to say? Or, yeah, there...
1: but we would say like toned than the average female that's looking for a tone. They want to see a little bit of muscularity, not heavy, dense muscles, but they want to be able to see separation in the muscles. So yes, obviously, um, I'm not saying that the judges aren't necessarily looking for big boobs. That's not the case. They want to make sure that there's a balance, um, but they do want to see like a good development in regards to the glutes. Um, so again, it's like more glitzy, it's glamour, it's sass and attitude, it's hair flipping, but it's also how you present your physique in a very feminine way um, so but yes they're also looking for like the the muscularity but not too heavy they want everything to see be very portioned and um, proper if you will um, so if you're a female that's doing bikini and your upper body is really overpowering and you have really not undefined legs then you're probably going to um, get rated lower than a female bikini competitor who has a better established development and that's more proportioned and balanced.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the, when, when the lay person hears, you know, that doesn't know too much about fitness competitions, which of course I'm one of those people you hear like bikini competition. My, my thought immediately goes to like Miss America and, and all that Mm -hmm. other stuff. Like, it's like, Oh, it's all about how pretty she is. And that's not necessarily the same case with Mm -hmm. a fitness competition. So I just wanted to kind of give that, uh, you know, description or have you elaborate a little bit more. So those uh, people listening don't necessarily equate the two together, because I think it's yeah. two, two different types. But I want to kind of like segue into more talking about um, just your diet, because I know you talked about nutrition. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to you're talking about, you know, uh, entering a competition during the pandemic and throughout the years and whatnot. But I also want to bring into to, to light, I guess, from what you've learned nutrition wise, like I know you mentioned you want to do a podcast of your own, you know, uh-huh. talking about a lot of this stuff. Um, I also kind of want to jump into, and maybe we should talk about that at some point too. I don't know. There's so many branches that I can talk about. I know, it's crazy. I, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when you were talking about the fact that going from a student athlete to a regular student and you kind of equated it, it had parallels to the military. I uh-huh. think that's, that's a, a astute, um, you know, comparison in the sense that, I would assume from a college athlete, you know, you, everybody talks about like, again, college, when you think about college athletes, you think about the stereotypical, you know, baseball, football team, the frat boys, you know, partying, but you like, I I think of any type of other athletic, like a wrestling team, track and field, all of that. It's a little bit different because you have to be continued. You have to be so regimented in everything you do. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what, when you compared it to the military, I can certainly see it in that aspect in that respect where same thing with the military you know when you're going to eat you know what you're going to eat what you're going to be doing what your your you know uh mission is for the day for lack of better term what Mm -hmm. you're training for the day is going to be you know it's, it's the same thing over and over again again i'm I'm not speaking from experience here but I'm saying from everything that you typically think of stereotypically from the military um, that's what it is it's very regimented it's very yeah. much you know pretty much like you have a schedule you stick to it it's like clockwork and I'm assuming yeah. from a from a, a student athletic level or a student athlete level it's the same thing because you you're, you're going to be watching your weight you, you want to work for those faster times right. you want to keep bettering yourself so it's always pushing yourself right. pushing yourself pushing yourself and uh-huh. then to go from that to be like, oh, so now everything's up to me to decide. Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's a it's a kind of a culture shock where it's like yeah. it's a totally different vibe now. So absolutely. I'm very happy that you kind of stuck on that path. And I want to talk about the nutrition part next, just like from not even from a student athlete level, but just like from a nutrition standpoint now. I know you want to do a podcast, as I mentioned, where you, you talk a lot about this stuff. You might want to do a health and fitness Uh, Mm -hmm. type of thing and so I don't want to take that from you Um, I don't want to give all the secrets away so to say yeah (laughs) there's a couple things I want to talk about I want to talk about nutrition then I wanted to segue and talk about as far as personal training because for me uh, you know I've been out of the gym now since the pandemic for you know over a year now so like I was going I was hitting the gym pretty mm-hmm. hard I, ca- I have a couple of uh, underlying conditions i'm type 2 diabetic so mm-hmm. it's you know from from a from a health standpoint my doctor's like with covid right now you're more apt to have bigger complications i don't yeah. uh, foresee you going to mm-hmm. the gym anytime soon so you know I'm, I'm, i had my first vaccination i'm getting my second shot on nice. uh, this saturday uh so as awesome. of this so i'm hoping you know may 1st <laughs> is the tentative date not to like go too far but
1: yeah. I, was doing, I was
0: going for a while. If you go on my Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. and look, I have a whole story section of the gym where mm-hmm. like, I've been doing, I was doing some, not like, not that I was like super in shape, but I, uh, I dropped a lot of weight for what I was doing and not to make this all about me, but going from. Of an, course is about I, you. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. No, no. But I mean, so I'll put this, yeah. I'll put this uh, like on, you know, out there, like mm-hmm. I was pretty damn heavy. Uh, I travel for work for my current position. I actually stopped traveling after a while, but from about mm-hmm. 2011, so same thing. I went from, uh, let's let's dial it back a little bit, went yeah. from working retail in Olympia where you're on your feet for, you know, yep. your shift, moving mm-hmm. around, walking around, all that other stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm out of college, but now I'm eating, you know, um, what do you call it like court courtyard food or uh, food court stuff you know Food
1: court, yeah, yeah yeah food
0: court uh, courtyard that's the, most, the <laughs> hotels i stay at right. but no like food food court stuff you, you got your burger mm-hmm. king you got your like i think queen very <laughs> queen i think there was a popeyes there maybe at one point i can't remember
1: i don't recall seeing okay that. maybe i'm thinking no. of providence
0: place maybe that's yeah. what i'm saying. But mm-hmm. I love that chicken from Popeye's, you know, it's really
1: good. Yeah, they, they should
0: sponsor this show, by the way, I totally give them more <laughs> shout outs. But um, no, it's just, you know, your eating habits don't change. And then I got moved to after I left Olympia, uh, I ended up moving to a, a, a pack sun. And okay. I was in the, the Swansea mall, which R.I.P. Swansea mall and R.I.P. Mountain yeah. mall, by the way. Ma- yeah, I
1: know. It's just it's so sad, fun to but- hear about that. This memory is gone now. Yeah, it's, it's okay. just. But there were
0: there were good times. Um, yeah. But no, that to that point, when I was working at PacSun, Sun, there was a Ruby Tuesdays right there, so I was getting a burger yeah. and fries mm-hmm. every day for break, you know. And it's yeah. just like it's one of those things.
1: Mm-hmm. So you, it adds up. Well, it adds up. Over just, time.
0: But then, if your eating habits don't change, to kind of tie it back to nutrition, my mm-hmm. eating habits didn't change when I got a desk job. So now, be instead of being on my feet for you know eight to twelve hours a day, walking around and doing yeah. stuff. I'm sitting at a desk for eight hours. So the eating right. habits don't change. And then, of course, you're getting older. I was in my early 20s. Now I'm in my mid to late 20s by the time. <laughs> and then then I started, I took a travel position where I was out there mm-hmm. traveling and presenting to CEOs and whatnot for my yeah. company. And it's we're going out to dinner, wine and yeah. dining, we're drinking alcohol, all this other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You're eating airport food because you got to yep. just grab something quick on between yep. in between flights and layovers and stuff. So it was just, yeah. it was pretty crazy. That I actually, back in 2000, and so I did that from 2011. Well, I had this job from 2006 to to current. Uh, Mm. Presently, I'm still working at this company, but Mm. I ended up at 2011 getting that that traveling position, and I stopped traveling at 2016, and I was at my heaviest. I was almost 280 pounds at that point. And I wow. look at pictures of myself now, and I'm not that I'm disgusted because again, I'm not trying to fat shame or whatever. Because yeah. you know, some, some things it's some things people can can't control. Yeah, For me, right. it was totally my um, my knowledge and my education on nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I ended up basically cutting out, and that's when I right around 2011 is when I got diagnosed with uh, type two diabetes. It runs in my family. Okay. I never knew that. Yeah. Still, still ate like shit. Whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, I started turning that around at that mm-hmm. time, but I'm still traveling. So once I stopped yeah. traveling and I was actually able, I still can't meal prep. Let's put it that way. I'm, I'm not meal <laughs> prepping yet. I want to okay. get there. I want to get there. That's, that's mm-hmm. the next step. Um, I'm just also very finicky and picky with having leftovers and reheating stuff. I'm oh. kind of, I'm kind of a snob like that. So. I was
1: going to say you're a prude.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I just, just even gleaning up my diet and being like, okay, you know what? We have a cafeteria in our building. Instead okay. of getting you know, a burger or buffalo wings and, or pasta every day. I, I said, you know what, uh, it's it's cheaper to get a grilled chicken sandwich. I got a I started ordering grilled chicken sandwiches and instead of getting fries as a salad, I, uh, fr- fries as a side, I got a side salad and mm-hmm. I switched out the bread for like two pieces of lettuce. And I just mm-hmm. drizzled it with some honey mustard, just like changing. And I did yeah. that instead of, you know, five days a week, instead of doing, you know, buffalo wings or pasta, f- like five days a week, I did it two days a week. And then I had yeah the other three days. And I switched from having pancakes every morning for breakfast in the cafeteria to an egg white omelet with like turkey sausage. And I dropped within like three months, I dropped like almost 40 pounds. That's and,
1: amazing. So I'm
0: still I'm still a big guy right now. So I still have about another 20 to 25 that I really want to lose. So mm-hmm. long story short, I was at the like my buddy a couple of years ago, uh, shout out to my buddy Don, he was going through some tough times. And he was basically saying, Hey, uh, I just joined this gym. I I can bring a guest. Do you want to come with me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, why not? Like the kid was going through some rough times and I was, you know, I want to be there for him uh, as a kind of for support and whatnot. So we started going and I fell in love with it and I'm not going to name the gym because I don't want to get in trouble, but it's, it is a judgment free zone. I'll just say that (laughs) um, without giving too much away, but I was picking up Mm -hmm. a lot of things, putting down a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. You know they they have good bad and different. They don't so a lot of the stuff that I'm missing uh, for me for my workout regimen uh, is squats. I'm horrible with squats, mm-hmm. um, and you know just having like an actual like bar to press because yeah. they have a bunch of Smith machines, which again yeah. isn't the worst thing, but for form wise mm-hmm. it's not your best. So i, I basically right. stuck with the cable machines and free weights. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so anyway, long story short, if you go on my Instagram, J 82, and we'll plug all your stuff at the end of the podcast. too. don't think I forgot yep. about that.
1: No worries. <laughs> but,
0: um, yeah, if you look at my stories, I was going like, I, I don't know what the name of the machine is. It's like a, it's a leg press machine where you're sitting down on an angle and you just got that big flat plate and then you yep. throw the weights on each side of it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it's just like a leg press machine. I was doing like, uh, legs and calves on that. And I got up to a point where I think I was doing like 828 pound, like leg presses and stuff like that. And my awesome. legs were really, really defined and it's easy on yep. my knees. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I have that range of motion. You don't, you just don't overextend your knees and press full right. to full yep. whatnot and just keep your knees bent a little bit. Yeah, And like, I love that. And then of course. Again, me being me, there was a really cute girl that is actually a person. She was a personal trainer there. There's actually mm-hmm. two two cute girls. I'll tell you these stories on both of them. They, I got uh, varying levels of friendship with them. Which, but one of the mm-hmm. girls was super, super cute, super Portuguese girl. Mm-hmm. You would, I would put up uh, I think like four forty fives on each side, yeah. Uh, and then I would be like, she'd be like, oh, can I grab that? And just like grab me when you're done. Let me know because I want to use it. So mm-hmm. again, not trying to be sexist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I said something along the lines of, oh, do you want me to uh, take some of these plates off for you? She's like, oh, no, I'm going to throw on. And she's like this four. <laughs> she's like four foot seven. And mm-hmm. she's got like legs the size of tree trunk. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful girl. And mm-hmm. she's like, she threw up like six forty fives on each side. And it was like, that's a awesome. shame. And I was like, I was <laughs> I, I told her the next time I ran under, her, I'm like, I'm not trying to be sexist, but I am so impressed with your your you know your capability. Like, yeah, uh, giving so credit to where credit is due. Right. Right and I actually made a joke about that that she gave me the okay to post on I think it was Twitter or something like that. I said the only time you should tell a girl that she's got a nice form is when she's at the gym or something yeah. like that or a girl you don't know <laughs> that she's got a nice form. Um That's but there's awesome. an, there's another girl actually speaking of going, tying it back to the Harley Quinn thing. There's mm. a friend of mine who now she's a personal trainer in Foxborough for not for the same company but for a different company. She's mm. a young girl, but she's, she's beautiful. She's one of like the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. She's mm-hmm. got a great personality. She's, she radiates such positivity and mm-hmm. just like goodness out of her. And I think I've told you about this, but yes. she yeah. was, uh, she was at the gym and she's got a very nice body. Um, mm-hmm. ve- Very, uh, I I don't know if kids are still calling it a badonk, a badonk, badonk <laughs> but she's got, she's got a very nice figure. And uh, there was some mm-hmm. dude like totally like being a creep. So I basically Mm. had her work out with me because, you know, I'm very protective of people, even people I don't know. It's like, dude, you're here to work out. I mean, grants, don't, don't ever, you know, you're going to see fit people and your eyes are going to be like, oh, wow, they're attractive, but I'm not going to leer at you. I'm not going to stare at you. Like, I'm not going to be a gross Dude, about it you know like right so anyway so her and I just struck up a conversation she would film me for a couple things and Mm -hmm. same thing like you and I were talking about like she's she's a I think she's a senior in college now so she's like 22 okay she's kind of found her I don't want to say her path but she's so happy and she finds what she's doing as a personal trainer so rewarding
1: Awesome. in the fact
0: that so now it's like i'll see her do stuff and she's doing a lot of uh, high intensity interval training or hit mm-hmm. for the way yeah. like, people that may not know um <laughs> and i see her on her story and i'm always like we send messages back and forth just like being very positive toward each other yeah. and, and just like like you know telling people you know telling each other that like you know just don't stop being amazing and like I, mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of good so overall what i'd like to get from you with after that those two stories um mm-hmm since I am going to be getting back to the gym, I would like to, if you, again, not to divulge all your secrets, but let's maybe give like two or three like nutrition tips or or something that you think might be beneficial for people listening that even if after pandemic, you know, post pandemic, they maybe they put on some COVID weight. Maybe they want to get back to the gym. What's some stuff they can do now if they're still staying maybe at home and they're still staying, you know, um, quarantined for lack of a better term. They're still not going out. And, you know, they're doing the thing where they're ordering you know, I'm not going to give a fast food company name out, but like they're getting fast food, you know, a couple of times, they're not cooking at home per se, because yeah. maybe they don't want to go out to the grocery store or like, mm-hmm. what are just some things like some little, little, either small or big changes they can make for nutrition. And then mm-hmm. I want to kind of talk more personally. Like if you were going back to the gym, why don't you give me some tips? What are some of the, uh, the three top three workouts you think I should do?
1: Okay. Oh, that's loaded. Very loaded questions. All right, so let me try and nitpick apart so I can yeah go sure for it. Try to answer this. Question. Okay, so I would say for anyone that's probably still quarantined or at home and they're not feeling too comfortable yet with going back into the gym, um, in regards to like the nutritional component, um, just FYI, I'm not a nutrition, I don't have my nutrition. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer, thank you. Um, but obviously I, it's part of what I do. So I do know some tips and tricks. Um, in regards to weight loss, you want to make sure that your caloric intake is being monitored. So, you, like you were saying earlier, you're eating, you know, burgers and pancakes and whatnot. Those are things that have a lot of carbs, a lot of um, high calories and what have you. Especially when you do the add-ons like honey mustard and syrup, um, those are a lot of things that people kind of misunderstand or forget have like a lot of sugar, um, a lot of carbs in it as well. So, using, you know, a uh, low-fat or a um, low-sugar option is always helpful and always kind of reading the labels. Um, some of the things to kind of keep in mind is like, if you don't understand or can't, if you don't know what the item or product is, like on a, an ingredient rather, you probably shouldn't be consuming it. Um, I think that's another thing that we just kind of overlook.
0: If you can't pronounce so the ingredient, it's- You it's,
1: shouldn't be, yeah, yeah. right. Um, but also I think like just substitutions, like what you just pointed out a lot, like you're already making those changes. And I think that, it, that you are saying it as so casually, but there's so much vital information in what you are saying. Those minor changes actually add up. So, for instance, like you're saying, instead of getting um, a burger with the bun, you're getting, you know, grilled chicken with a uh, lettuce wrap, and still being able to have those tasty little add-ons with the dressing and whatnot. So it's still delicious. It's, you still enjoy it, but it's, you're cutting down on the calories and the carbs and all the added, added junk, if you will, that's in it. So making those changes little by little is going to help. Um, also, in regards to weight loss, it's, always, it's actually important to make sure that you're eating frequent meals um, instead of having huge, like large, massive meals. Um, having like three heavy meals a day is not helpful. That's actually gonna add on to weight gain, not weight loss. Um, so eating more frequently, smaller meals, keeping in mind your caloric intake. Um, a lot of people <laughs> in the gym think that by doing um, cardio, that that's what's going to help with weight loss and um, especially um, targeting certain areas to lose weight. Spot like reduction actually is what the the term is. Um, So I get a lot of like, I want to lose my gut. I want to lose this. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't work that way unless you're willing to, you know, know, I'm not knocking anybody that wants to do it. If you want to, that's perfectly your choice. But unless you want to undergo some sort of procedure to get that done that's the only way it's going to happen you have to be on top of your nutrition at all times in regards to that in regards to having the fat loss so you need to eat like and eat properly um, and that's what's going to really target that Um, I
0: I want to jump in real quick here because there's two things that just popped in my mind while we were talking about that Um, I think what you said about as far as reading the labels absolutely true. Um, I don't use, uh, my fitness pal anymore because there's like an issue where it drains my iPhone battery. Apparently it's a known issue where I was tracking calories in versus calories out type of thing, especially when Mm -hmm. I was going to the gym. But as far as even reading the labels, because I think there's so much misinformation out there. Um, Mm -hmm. like for example, even at the, we have like in my cafeteria, we have an entree line. We have a grill line where people you know, grilled chicken and and stuff like that but you also have a deli line. So it's kind of like a mini Subway and everybody's like, Oh, I'm trying to watch my intake. I'm going to switch out that white wrap for a tomato wrap or for a whole wheat wrap. And then you look at the package yeah. and it's like, there's not much difference. You know, no. you think, you think you're make, making healthier choices, but that, yeah. you know, it's so, and then to your point about substitution, some of the other things, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I also think it does, even if you're just making small changes to start off with, I think it's like a huge, um, yeah huge change so i'll give you a for example um one of my closest friends danielle shout out to danielle and i go out we have like a standing uh dinner date every friday and we just okay. hang out and we go to this one chain restaurant that specializes in steaks and for the longest time you know i was getting uh a, an eight ounce filet uh getting a side salad as one of my sides and then getting fries and then mm-hmm. they they offer to up upchar- at no up charge hey I'll throw in cheese and bacon on those fries on, t- you know, which is, again, don't get me wrong. Delicious. Right,
1: delicious. Yes, delicious.
0: I know. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's like it's it's I I start making the, the choices when I right. go there now and I say, OK, well, what did I eat this week? How close did I stick to like my plan? What did I have that might have been probably not as healthy for me? And if I'm right. like, oh, I've been really good this week, you know, maybe I will do fries because I haven't done fries. Right week, even if I do takeout or whatever, or, you know, if that's the case, or if I do, I say, you know what, can I switch that out instead of getting fries, I'll switch over to like corn. Not that that's the most nutritional for you, but
1: yeah,
0: you know, or, or broccoli. And I'm like, okay, I'll switch out to that. And guess Mm -hmm. what? You know, you're, you're eating less calories and you're having something that might have some nutrients or vitamins that might help you in a certain way.
1: Right. Right. That's not to say like you can't enjoy having some like junk meals if you will or having like fries or a burger it's just like when you make a habit where you're constantly eating that all the time then you're not going to get the results that you're looking for and and like I'm not gonna lie like I have I still have junk food once in a blue moon like but right now like when I'm in prep I have to really like early on I have to start to minimize it like right now I can't have it and that's like right now that's my choice in regards to what I'm doing for prep but in general life for everybody else like you can enjoy those foods it's perfectly fine but again it's with everything it's moderation it's bad.
0: That's, that's the magic word yeah. is moderation yep. and and the yeah. thing i will say too is when you if you follow certain celebrities that like athletes like if you ever watched the, uh, the instagram video of the rock with his cheat meal you're mm-hmm. not the rock the rock is at the gym four times a day you know 2 mm-hmm. hours at a time and he's like other other than the the days that he's having his cheat meal he is you know eating you know everything that he's supposed to that he should be eating and then yeah you see him eat a cheat meal where he eats like two large pizzas and a stack of pancakes that's that's not the norm because he's an athletic freak and he's in the gym all the time
1: right exactly he's burning off all the all, all that that he's consuming too so i think it's misleading for those that are not informative informative yeah, and, yeah yeah that, no, not informed.
0: Like, and, and, and that's yeah. a good point that you bring up because like I agree with you, a lot of people don't necessarily get the concept or yeah. whatnot, you know calories in versus calories out. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's like and that that's been very helpful to me. like there's there's a def, there a couple different people I follow that have like um, BMI calculators online and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, but it's I think people overestimate like because I, I did that once and I was like, okay, here's my weight, here's you know how active I am here's all this other stuff and it's like oh you should be uh you should be, to eat like to keep your to, to maintain you should be eating like 2600 calories a day and mm-hmm. it's like to to lose you know weight like bump that down to like 2100 calories a day or or whatever you know i'm, yeah. I'm generalizing here cuz i don't know right, the official right. numbers but to me it's like you start doing that and and it's like do you sometimes you might overestimate exactly how much your uh, output you're putting, you know, like, I'll I'll track stuff on my fitness pal on my Apple watch, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But again, it's I think a lot of it is kind of trial and error too, because it's not an exact science, with with all those things as well. So like, if you're in the ballpark, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: it's one of those things, like you said, like having something where you go over a particular day by 300 calories is not a bad thing. Well, no. six days of that going like over, that's yeah. where, that's where, you know, but again, if you can say, Hey, I went over 300 calories this day, but the next six days I went 200 calories under. So now you're talking about going under by, uh, what, tw- uh, 1200 and over. Mm-hmm. So you actually went, you know, um, some value under 900 calories for your entire week right. that you should, or, or if my math is correct, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, so I think, I think that's, the, the big takeaway there, and then for moving forward, like getting for somebody that's either either a novice or maybe that's getting back into it, uh, I would think you you mentioned like people thinking cardio is going to do everything. I mean, I think there's a time and a place for cardio. Oh, like,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And, and I,
0: I know you did track and field, but me running on a treadmill, fuck that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but fuck that. Same.
1: Same. You know? I hate it. I like I, I'd hate rather it. be outside, but uh, you
0: know the thing yeah. I like about the treadmill is it tracks. You know, until you have, unless you have a wearable, whatever it tracks like your distance. And yep. you know, I've never, I could never do, I, and I still can't. You know, I got to a really good place where I think I could do like a 15 minute mile. I could never do a 12 minute mile. But okay. I, I, you know, I, I look back to where I started at doing like, you know, walking and and doing like, um, what's the word I want? Like, I don't know if it's hit high intensity, mm-hmm. but you go, you go hard for like 30 seconds and then you slow down. And so yeah. even starting walking, I was, I had like a 22 minute mile and I get that down to like, you know. 15 16 minute mile at one point Mm -hmm. um but it's just like it's it's you know running on a treadmill especially being a bigger person is not the best on your knees so it's like you you know uh i think you know cycling or even like a a rowing machine or something Mm -hmm. would be would be if you're looking for cardio i think that would be you know a good place to start but as far as like weightlifting, again Mm -hmm. as i mentioned i stuck pretty much to um the cable machines to do basically biceps and triceps and then mm-hmm. i would do uh, and and back and do like you know lat pull downs and stuff but i do like free weights with the with the uh, dumbbells just for more like uh back like to do like rows and uh, like bicep curls and overhead mm-hmm. presses for my triceps and like uh, yep. bench presses with with that so for a novice you know and i think that's the other big thing especially for a guy yeah. a guy wants to go in and be like i want to move you know 50 pounds in each arm and like show and press that right off the right. It's 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 a build. I have a buddy of mine who I'm not mm-hmm. gonna mention his name because I don't want to embarrass him in case he listens to this, but we did a <laughs> bit where um I don't know what you call them. I think they just you just call them like front raises with the dumbbells. Yep. We're you raising, front lateral you know, raises. Yeah, yeah, front. And it's like you know, I was up to at a point, I was up to like twenty five pounds where I could do that. But I started out at tens because you do yeah. six of those, you know. And again, rep range, we can talk about all that. But like to me, it's like I got that. He he tried to go in and tried to do the same way I did, and I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for a year and a half. Don't
1: mm-hmm. like this is don't not do what I do. Right? right. I said
0: this is where you need to start off, and he's just like, yeah, but you're doing this. I said you don't understand. You have to build to get to that sure. point. I will, and, and that's the thing. I feel like it's more of a guy thing maybe not maybe it's a, it's more of a girl thing too i don't i don't know and i should say male versus female i don't want to i don't want. I
1: think it's more just ego it's it ego could be ego tried. that's that's a great way yeah. to say it
0: like but i feel like men think that you know we think other guys will see that and think less of the, oh look at this pansy who can only lift lift and it's like it's not everybody yeah. starts somewhere it's, and again maybe right. it's just me but it's like i see people even like you know people of all shapes and sizes even if they're, they're walking out and whatnot you know, I, I, I know some idiots like that would drive by and be like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, why don't you keep walking? I'm like, they're doing something. They're putting an right. effort in. I don't care right. where you start. It's how you finish, right. you right. know, or where you finish. It's, 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 it's all that stuff. And I think it's, I think that's so good that if people are trying to do something for their health. It's great, right. but I'm, I'm going off topic. I want to, I want to stick to you. You're passionate we're, about we're, it. Yeah, no, I do. I do. <laughs> I, do. Uh, I am. And it's like, I, I want to, but I want to be cognizant of your time. I want to wrap this up in a few minutes, but I just want to okay. kind of get from you. Um, let's talk about like, what's just some of the, the exercises, because I, I do believe uh, from some of the stuff I read, we talked about like doing like spot reduction and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Women building muscle. It's not like they're going to be like these giant bodybuilder. Watching no. Yeah. No. Exactly. And again. Yep. By mm-hmm. the way, put that put a pin in that. That's a good. Uh, uh, that's a, that <laughs> could helped. be a potential uh, cosplay in the future. Got it. <laughs> um, that'd be awesome. But uh, no, but I absolutely agree with you. Like to like, I think building muscle, just getting toned. You don't have to have like be super bulky. Like even toned and right. to just have some type of muscle. Muscle helps burn fat faster.
1: Yes. Yes. So absolutely. I want
0: to. Uh, muscle just get your... is
1: what makes you look like it helps you look shapely. It helps build it. like I know everyone's on the whole glute phase now um you have to you have to build that up um it's not you want to I I always tell my clients this in regards to building up muscle and whatnot like obviously you want to feel good in your own skin right but at the same time I think of it from more of a protective standpoint you don't want to be walking down a stair a set of stairs and your knee gives out because your knees are weak because you're not building up the muscles around it um and especially with aging you don't know what your is going to ail you Um, A lot of clients are coming to me and talking to me about family histories, about illnesses and ailments that they're starting to have. So a lot of my um, trainings have been geared to preventative care, if you will. Um, And some clients, I even say too, from a protective standpoint, like I was saying earlier, you should be able to maneuver or pull your body out of any sort of situation. Um, One example I gave one of my clients is like, if for any reason you're in a car accident, you should be able to pull yourself out of the window, but with your own body weight. And she's like, wow, I never thought about that. Like, and typically females, just by happenstance, we don't have a lot of upper body strength where uh, all of our weight is usually in our, like, in our lower body with males is the opposite. So I always do a lot of emphasis on upper body strength with all of my female clients um, that I work with and I empower them. I don't want any of my clients or anybody to ever feel uncomfortable in the gym. Like they should be able to utilize every ounce resource area of the gym. If you're paying for a membership, Better put it to use. Um, So, I always make sure that they feel like they're the baddest person in the room. They can pick up whatever weight, they can do whatever exercise and feel comfortable doing so. Um, So, in in regards to like just a basic gym regimen for somebody that is like a novice or just trying to get in there, first and foremost, just walking into the building is an accomplishment. I've heard and seen people literally walk in and turn around and walk out because they just are too anxious and self conscious to do so. So, setting a time packing up a bag and leaving it in your, um, your car. So like, as soon as you get out of work, you have no excuse to stop home. That is definitely something that's helpful. Um, It's a trick that I personally use um, when I was kind of low in regards to motivation, and it's helped me so much um, in the past. So that's something I would recommend. Um, Going into the gym, ask for help. I know it can feel a little awkward and whatnot, but the only way you're going to learn is by asking. Um, So see if you can sign up for Um, like a free training session with a personal trainer or having somebody from the gym walk around and showing you the machines, that's going to be helpful. Um, A lot of the machines nowadays also have little diagrams on them. So it'll tell you and show you how to um, do the machine or how to use the machine. Some of them are kind of fancy where you can kind of like use your uh, camera and get like the QR reader or whatever. And they'll kind of show you like a link um, to or a video to the diagram. I haven't seen one yet, but I heard that they're fantastic. Um, so there are different, different like tips and tricks that you can use and do in order to utilize um, machines and the equipment in the gym. Um, but you can't go wrong with you know, walking on a treadmill. It's pretty easy to operate. You, know, you just press the green button to go. Um, and just give yourself a legitimate, easy target goal. Stay on it for 10 minutes and watch the TV or listen to a podcast or listen to like four or five songs. If you set like little goals, then they're easy to attain. And then the next day or the next week, you can increase it by then, like a little bit, whether it's an extra extra five minutes or doing an extra two exercises, um, for upper body, I would say probably stay with the dumbbells. Um, they're pretty easy. Um, they're all, they usually come in increments of five. So you can kind of guesstimate where you need to be always start off light, um, like we just talked about, you know, the, the pride and the ego can really, really suck us in. And it it's not really a, a pretty sight when we kind of overestimate, um, our ability. So start really light, especially if you're doing a lot of reps, it, your body is going to fatigue really quickly. So I would suggest starting lighter than what you're accustomed to, maybe doing three sets of 12 to 15 or whatever the exercise bicep curls, um, tricep extensions, um, You can do chest presses. You can use the bench and use the dumbbells as well. Um, Bent over rows. um, The seated lap, sorry, the seated row is really helpful. um, The work your back, Um, the lap pull down, kickbacks, yes. A lot of, there's a lot of machine work that's really easy to do. It's kind of hard to mess up unless you're just not paying attention or you're overexerting yourself, Um, but there's There's so many things that you can use in the gym that are not as intimidating, if you will. or <clears throat> what you can also do if you have a friendly person or if you have an outgoing personality, is you can probably just ask somebody and ask them to show you too. There's a lot of members in the gym that are actually willing to help
0: out. That's what I found too, is that that you know, again, I, I think and I don't want to misspeak per se, but going back to that story where the people are like ripping on the people, the overweight people walking or, or whatever. Again, they're not the ones that are going to the gym. They're the ones that are just, you know, they're not making the effort, you know, people right. that want that, like are cheering these other people on to be yeah. healthier. And, and I don't want to say better versions of themselves, but healthier versions of themselves, mm-hmm. pretty much anybody in the gym, specifically, if, um, I think depending on the type of gym that you go to, so yes. with, with, with health tracks, you know, I think there's a lot of like for the one I go to, it's a lot of people just kind of like, Oh, $10 a month. Why not? Yeah. Like, I'll do that. Right. But like if if you're if it's like a membership where it's like not I don't want to say expensive but it's a little bit more costly, the Mm. people that you're gonna get there are the ones that want to work out. So I think those are the types of people that they help. They they they've been in your shoes. They know where they started, so they're happy to help out. Like I even even where I go when I go like if if I see somebody like trying to figure something out, I don't I don't like to assume, but I try to be very um, approachable. Yeah, Where I'll I'll be uh like I'll walk by, I'll see somebody doing something. I'll be like, Oh yeah, you, you're killing it. Good job. And then they mm-hmm. come to me like, ah, I don't really feel like I did that right. Like, I'm like, you want me to spot yeah. you? You want me to do whatever? Yes. Like, like I got you. Like
1: that's perfect. You know, like yeah. that's
0: that's how I look at it. Again, by no means am I uh an expert within you know lifting and whatnot, because I, I also mm-hmm. wanted to point out you you mentioned a lot of machines, so typically like a Nautilus machine where like, you know, you have a bicep curl where, or a preacher curl, where they have, yeah. you know, the padding right there the where pad, your arms yeah. come up, you know, and then I, I hear conflicting things about range of motion versus, you know, free weights versus machines. But again, I yeah. think it's what you're looking to do. Right. And if you're just looking just to get you know, get accustomed to the way it should move. I'm a big proponent start off at the machines, just so you get an idea of what you should be doing, or right. how your muscles yep. should feel toward the end of it. And to your mm-hmm. point, that's great. I know the first day I go back, you know, I'm going to the next day after I do arms, even if I don't go heavy, I'm going to be hurting, you know, what yep, I,
1: exactly. And, and yeah. I'm,
0: I'm fine with that. And I, I understand that. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's part of the process. right? Um, I, I just want to very quickly, uh, mm-hmm. I just got a, an opinion on you as far as you mentioned reps 12 to 15. Now do you have a specific set of like building versus toning because I know that there's a lot of like woo woo yeah. stuff out there like oh mm-hmm. well stick you know if you're looking to build do heavier from like you know 4 to 4 to 8 reps and if you're looking mm-hmm. to tone work a little bit lighter and do like 6 to 12. Right. Is that typically the rule of thumb you use too?
1: So it depends on what my clients are looking for in regard to their programming but for basic like starting out and to build up stamina and to kind of get your muscles ready and prepared I stick with the three sets of 12 to 15 I don't do any building or toning I just stick with that until the stamina and endurance is there then I tweak it from there because some people have (laughs) they have higher standards than what they're aware of um where you know they might have asthma or an underlying condition or maybe they need more um more breaks for the more breaks in between their sets Or maybe they don't like the exercise maybe they're not executing it properly um there's a lot of different components so i don't tweak um with like the building or whatnot like you had said before until i establish that um but i do like the building phase if you will um i don't have that many clients that go into that phase just because it's not what they're looking for but when i do i challenge the crap out of them um so we're doing heavy weights um We're building upon it every every week, week or two, depending um, until we, I won't say max out, but until we finish that programming and then I go back after I change the programming every six weeks and then I'll go back and I'll create create a new program um, from there, but from somebody that's just starting out, um, I keep it pretty easy. also because I want them to be able to remember the exercises so that they can do it on their own time when they're not training with me. And it's just to also build that, um, that confidence to get into the gym and be able to do those exercises on their own. So yeah, I just try to keep it as simple as possible. I don't do any of the fancy you know, IG weird exercises that everybody rants and raves about it. I usually keep it pretty simple because the basics and the simple um, movements are what it actually helps build the muscle
0: excellent yeah. well and, and i did there's something else i want to say and i just, as we wrap up i want to say my sherry amour which i didn't even call you yet because that's i like, know back to where we started. i was
1: expecting that <laughs> i was
0: i was my sherry amour i've been calling you yeah. that for like for years like almost yeah like 17 years now which is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: crazy crazy
0: crazy yeah. um i do want to point out i think I, I i want to make mention of this i know i've told you this in private but Uh, Mm -hmm. now on the podcast, I want to just let you know that how much I adore you and how much I think uh, that you're such a positive light in this world right now. And you're putting a lot of good out there. And I think that's such a wonderful thing. And I want to just kind of give a quick shout out and we'll, we'll do this during the plugs as well. But Mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier, this necklace that you made for me, you know, when we started like really get talking about like life and positivity and putting good out into the world. Um, You do a little side hustle for this company uh, and I'll let let you talk about it, but it says small steps because my, um, my whole mantra, if you will, like we talked about is nothing's going to happen, you know, overnight. It's everything's a journey. So you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. So we're talking, you made this for me in this little, um, almost like this little washer type of thing you engraved on it. And so I'm wearing it around my neck and uh, it's going to be, you best believe it'll be on my neck once I go back to the gym starting awesome. <laughs> uh may 1st so i want i want you to talk a little bit about that too because i want to talk about uh that and then uh we'll we'll do some plugs and then uh okay. i'll have you sign us out of here but uh yeah let's talk right. about uh you know the work you're doing and your your what is it my intent right
1: yes yep so, so first off i want to say that you're awesome and i appreciate all that you do and thank you. the thank messages you. that you share with everybody and just being an awesome human being because literally like any little like any comments that you make, um, posts that you share, like it really does shed a positive light on well, everybody. I appreciate,
0: I think, I think a lot of that comes from, in. you know, you and I both working retail, like my thought was yeah. we could be having the best day in, in the world. And then you get that one, you know, a whole customer comes in and just like entitled or whatever, and yells at you, swears at you, whatever, and thinks they, mm-hmm. you know, the customer's always right, which is
1: not true. totally
0: wrong but like my, my, I do the opposite. I want to be the person that I'll come through your line in a retail or whatever. And I'll say Mm -hmm. something or I'll crack a joke and it makes you smile. And I'm like, all right, like, even if you're having a bad day, this is one little moment of your day today. One little moment out of your life that was good and positive and uplifting, whatever it might be. So I just think that, you know, I think we're both like, just really good people, not that I want to pat myself on the back, but I just, I I think, I think that good people kind of draw themselves to each other, you know? And I think that's why you you and I talk about having that connection. I think that's why, because I think you and I both have the same idea that we want to see the best out of people, you know, and you're living that dream right now in the sense of what you're doing in your path in life. I'm not necessarily doing that. I'm trying to do that for myself. So Uh I may be picking your brain uh, in the future.
1: You know where to find me. But
0: let's let's (laughs) talk, let's talk about your little side hustle here.
1: Yeah, so my intent is a company that I had stumbled upon, I was trying to find something that can kind of continue to share some, you know, positivity and positive affirmations out of, um, or through rather. Um, So I bought a couple of items from there, and I just been able to kind of reach out to people, um, and just kind of being able to give them a little symbol, a little token of, you know, positivity, whether it's, you know, you got this, or, you know, goddess, or, beautiful or you know inspirational like whatever it may be some some sort of word that will connect with them that will remind them of where they are in life um or what they need to remind themselves in life um i've had family members i've had friends um you know dealing with loss and they just need to have that like glimmer of hope um that faith kind of restored and that token um whether it may be a bracelet whether it's a necklace whether it's just a keychain it's just a nice little reminder um, that I just love being able to create for people. Um, the perfectionist in me kind of gets in the way sometimes because I'm like, it must be straight. But sometimes the thing is like, life is not straight. It's complicated at times, it's, it's not perfect. And I even reached out to you in regards to yours specifically. And I'm like, that the perfectionist in me kind of like questioned it for a second. I'm like, but wait, like this is part of what you and I were talking about, about the small steps. Like sometimes you stumble on a step you know what i mean right the t the t in steps the t in
0: steps was uh it was it was a little misprinted but i it was you know a little off and it's like oh it looks it looks like it was like uh, engraved twice almost and it was like a little it wasn't fully overlapped and that's absolutely perfect because you're gonna stumble sometimes and you're gonna mess up hey pick yourself right back from where you stumbled and keep on that path that's all that exactly
1: and it just adds to the beauty and uniqueness of the message that we're trying to relay in that and I just, I honestly enjoy making it for people. Um, I started getting a little lax in regards to kind of, you know, advertising, if you will. Um, but I feel like it is part of my calling because funny enough, after um, I sent yours, it was kind of quiet for a little bit. And then I had two, pe- actually three people reach out to me within the last week asking, Hey, are you still making the bracelets? Can I get A, B and C? And I'm like, what? So I think as the universe's way of saying like, this is something that I feel like I need to do along with, you know, the personal training and other things that I do that I just find a lot of joy out of. And if I can make that for anybody and just, you know, send a little piece of light and positivity their way, then I'm more than welcome to do it. Like I, I love doing it. It's not a burden for me. It's, it's, it makes me feel amazing that I'm able to share this with somebody else and have that connection with that person. Because is not just making that piece, it's the conversation that goes along with making that piece, like, what's the reason for choosing this word, and then hearing the reason why, like, it's, it's almost like this, it's like a mini, almost like therapy session, you know, they're sharing this unique, intricate, um, beautiful details with me, and I appreciate it, and I, I thank them all the time for it, like, I think no one has to do that, you know what I mean, and I, I just enjoy the process, I think it's actually beautiful, and it's just a, it's an amazing experience to be able to share that piece with whomever it is that I'm making it for.
0: I love that so much. And, and it's funny you say that because this podcast is kind of like my therapy session. It's the same <laughs> way. Like I like having conversations with people. Let's yeah. just talk about life and see where it goes, you know, and we yeah. have the topics, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. people like the, the necklaces and, or the, 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 my intent, all very, very affordable, Um, you know, for to put that messaging on there. So if people want to, order that where can they do that if they wanted to go through you
1: so they can just reach out to me through my dm um, on ig so my handle is nikki castries that's n-i-c-k-y-c-a-s-t-r-i-e-s um you'll see my little face Uh, my name is sherry lynn so you'll be able to you'll be on the right track if you see that um and just send me a message and ask me if you know what is i have in inventory and we can have a discussion and make something beautiful
0: and uh, I will absolutely put that in the show notes as well. I'll put uh, Sherry's Instagram handle so you can reach out there. Um, any other uh, things you want to plug? Any other websites or, or social media that you would like to uh, give a shout out to and have people check out and I can put in the show notes as well?
1: Yeah, um, I would say hashtag to um, Health tracks East Providence. Um, it's an awesome place to work. It's a great facility. Pretty clean, friendly, pretty clean. It's very clean. <laughs> That's me casually talking. It's very clean, friendly staff, um, amazing personal training staff. So feel free to come in, do a healthy start and check it out.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my Sherry Amor, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, you're guest number three, but you're oh, you know, nice. your third, the third guest on the show. You're not finishing in third place. You're finishing first place <laughs> oh, as a podcast you. guest. Um, no, I love having you on. I've loved just being able to converse with you more recently and just like really catching up and it's been so so good um Mm -hmm. i just you know you're a very very as i mentioned before very 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 bright light um you you put a lot of positivity and i I love the just the the good you put out into this world and it's it's so needed at a time like this again i don't talk about politics or or other stuff but We all know what's going on right now between COVID and other things that are happening around the country that have been happening around the country and, you know, things that we have to continue to get better at and learn and be more accepted uh, of, and just, just being better human beings. I think that you're a template of some, someone I would point out to, to be like, this is what the world needs more of the world, the world needs more of Sherry Lynn in it. And I I think that's just a wonderful thing. So thank you for being on the show. It's truly appreciated. I love you to death.
1: Thank you for having me. And I Uh would say likewise to you that the world needs more Jeff's.
0: Well, we'll get there.
1: To to laugh about. Like, I honestly, like, (laughs) I enjoy your bit that you, I don't know if that's, Appropriate to be sharing? Oh, that, please go ahead. Your, your little radio bit. Oh yes. It's so uh, cheesy, <clears throat> but seriously, there's been so many days where I'd watch it and I just crack up laughing. I'm like, Jeff is so cheesy, but I love it because it puts a smile on my face. So, so for those that don't know,
0: just- <laughs> yeah, you can go on. You can go on my uh, Instagram as well. So I'll do a quick couple of my plugs. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jfree82. That's jfree82. Both Instagram and Twitter, my website, J Free the Geek, J F R E E T H E G R E E K. I had to spell geek. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not the Greek, J Free the Geek, <laughs> J F R E E G E E K.com. Wow, I, I'm not Greek at all. I don't know. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I'm having flashbacks of Jesse Katsopoulos uh oh, <laughs> that's that's i wish i looked like john stamos are you kidding me um but what,
1: in a new movie or tv show did you really see that? commercial? No. yeah I can't, it's a basketball show or movie i'll have to check so that I think, out it's pretty good for his age i'll have to check
0: that out but um what sherry's talking about is i'll be driving well not driving i'll do it while i'm driving let's be safe mm-hmm. here yeah. but no i have bluetooth going and i'll just be listening i put my uh iPhone on shuffle, I play music, whatever. And then when I find a song that has a little bit of an intro, uh, mm. uh instrumental intro, I'll like think of something cheesy to say or do like an introductory of it. I actually heard it on another podcast where they were talking about uh two princes. I don't know if you know that song. It's an old 90s yeah. song. Yep. But uh it was a podcast I was listening Spin to Doctors. Uh, Spin Doctors, Two Princes. They yeah. were talking about how they could do like an intro to anything. And they did that as an example. And I started <laughs> goofing around and trying to do it with stuff too and then it kind of morphed into this thing where we'll do i don't know can you i can't remember any the top of my head because they're so like do you have like anyone that pops into your head or you just think they're all just stupid cheesy they're
1: all stupid cheesy but i think you might have done like a britney one i think at one
0: point yeah so uh yeah i'll be like i'll be like so i'll again pretend like baby hit uh, hit me one more time baby hit me one more time right so i'll i'll say i'll do something like this is your home of today's rock and pop Jayco Radio. I'm your host, Jay Free. And I was hanging out with Britney Spears. We went on a date. We went to a bumper car race. And I said, baby, hit me one more time. And then the, the song will Maybe come in up. as that. So it's just, I'll do stupid, cheesy, mm-hmm. dumb things like that. So yeah. that's, there's a whole collection of those on my Instagram as well. Uh, I have another friend of mine who I'm trying to get on the podcast. And she wants me to make a separate Instagram channel just for those and I'm, I'm that would be
1: amazing i'm contemplating
0: it but it's like yeah, i already right. have one for my other podcast and i have this one that's like running three instagrams it's just like yeah
1: it's a lot i, I don't want
0: i don't want to get into all that i just like i think maybe you can re- make
1: it like a highlight reel or
0: well that's that's like that. what it is all my all yeah. my highlights so yeah so you can check yeah. all that out but uh yeah so check out sherry's all her stuff i'll include uh health tracks in there from east providence i'll include her instagram handle is there anything else you want to plug or do you think uh an hour and a half has been far enough far long enough for us to talk yeah, for a while i
1: i think that's enough for okay. now maybe that could be another episode down oh you'll, down.
0: you'll be back on you'll be back on for sure
1: because <laughs> we uh, definitely have to talk about music oh you we're gonna we're gonna go, go into
0: all that i just want okay. i wanted to get the the, the listening audience just to kind of like have this aimless conversation to, mm-hmm. to know about all the good and the positive things where you came from all the good things you're doing in your life all the good that you're helping others achieve i think yeah. it's amazing um so what I'm going to do for these podcasts, Sherry, is I'm going to say, let's, uh, let's close out the show. So then you'll just say, hi, my name is, and this has been my aimless conversation.
1: You sounded so know, like you're going into Eminem's stick right there, or stick. <laughs>
0: hi, my name is? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, or so, you, so you can <laughs> sorry, just say, sorry, sorry, no, no, that's great. So I'll, I'll just say, uh, you know, let's close the show. And you can just say, I'm, and okay. this has been my aimless conversation.
1: Do I have to say your name too?
0: No, or, no, just, think, it's just it's no, just you. People way, know okay. who I am. People know who I am. It's it's <laughs> not hey, hey, yeah, yeah. No. It's just it's basically <laughs> closing it out for you because this has been your aimless conversation with me.
1: Okay. Okay, got it.
0: So whenever you're ready, let's close out the show.
1: All right. I'm Sherry Lynn and this has been my aimless <laughs> conversation.